Shannon Case's Homemade Stories is proud to be supported by the Friends of Homemade Stories. Thank you to everyone who listens, enjoys, and supports the stories. I'm going to call you out if you supported since the previous episode. Markeisha B. in Louisiana. She's actually on episode 64, Much Heart. Go listen to that. Platform Courier, appreciate you. Darius in New York, always looking out for me. Brandon D. in Oshkosh. That's a cool city to be from. Uh, Tony Dreyfus, thanks for all the Metropolis coffee. Much needed. I've been drinking it. Byron Brown, check out his podcast, Talking Through the Miraculous. I'm going to record a story soon, Byron. Um, um, Talking Through the Miraculous. Go listen to it. It's good stories. Become a friend of Homemade Stories at ShannonCason.com. And if you enjoy the podcast, get anything out of it. Make sure you tell a friend, you give a rating on Apple Podcasts, and you bless the storyteller. You know what I'm saying? Okay. Enjoy the show. Homemade Stories is also brought to you by Podcast Movement 2022. The world's largest podcast conference is in Dallas, Texas, this August 23rd through the 26th. Register now. Type 2022.podcastmovement.com to register. I went to my first podcast movement in 2016 in Chicago, and I've been in every one since, including doing the keynote at the 2017 conference in Anaheim, California. I took my whole family out. I was on the big stage. It was really cool. Uh, What I love about podcast movement is the people. You see the same people each year, and I meet so many new people. Um, And this is on all levels of podcasting, to the new podcasters, to the big celebrity podcasters. I don't know where I fit in that spectrum, but it's like a big down-to-earth community of podcasters. So I'd love to see you there this year. If you podcast, if you're interested in podcasting, or just a fan of podcasting, come to this year's Podcast Movement Conference in Dallas, Texas, August 23rd through the 26th, and say what's up to me for sure. Go register now. Type 2022.podcastmovement.com. All right, here's the show. Welcome to Homemade Stories number 118. I'm Shannon Kaysen. I notice I've been inspired to talk more about current life, current stories, things that are happening currently. Everything is happening so fast that I can't help but be inspired by every day, like right now. Especially where I live in Chicago, I walk to the water pretty much daily and the water in the summer in Chicago just gets my mind going, gets me going. So here's a story from just last week. I hope you enjoy Home for Father's Day in Juneteenth. Why does Father's Day have to share a holiday? Dads don't complain, though. Dads just accept it for what it is. A short five-hour drive from Chicago to Detroit's east side. I walked into a house of seven kids yelling, Grandpa. Heartwarming and frightening at the same time. I'm a grandpa. Cindy had two sons when she was young, a teenager. Those sons had kids, seven of them. 
I've been their grandma's husband all their short lives. I'm the one who walks around the house in my drawers telling them, quit playing on these stairs. If y'all want to play, go to the backyard and play. Move over on the couch. Hand me that remote. Turn it from Coco Millen to watch ESPN. I'm a granddad. I'm grandpa. Cindy's a good grandma. She always gets the kids every summer for the past three years. Financially, the past three years have been better. Decent jobs, better projects. We've lived in actual homes and not apartments. And now it's a big home on the east side of Detroit with a real neighborhood and a big backyard with room for pools and inflatable playhouses. The thing about having kids in the house is all the junk food. Goldfish, cosmic brownies, flaming hot variety packs. Yeah, we, we eat flaming hots in my house. Fruit roll-ups, gushers, or whatever sticky fruity candy that sticks to your teeth. Honey buns, prison food, uh, apple turnovers, cakes, cookies, chocolate, and hot and ready's whenever Cindy doesn't feel like cooking. I fell in love with sitting on the couch and sucking on Millen ice pops. Cindy had gotten them from Trader Joe's. They called Malona's, the honeydew flavor. It's so fruity and so creamy. Pause. After the holidays, it was time to head back to Chicago to resume my extreme selfish life of reset. Listen to the reset episode for reference. On the five-hour ride back to Chicago, I thought about all the havoc I had done to my macros, all the sugar I had poisoned myself with, all the sitting on the couch, being a grandpa. And I thought, I got to get this shit out of my system ASAP. So I thought about fasting for 72 hours to accomplish this. Then I saw a sign for five guys on exit 79. After five guys on exit 79, I decided that there's no better time for a 72-hour fast than right now. It's good to have a reason for fasting. It's good to have a reason for everything, but definitely for a fast. Fast for societal change. Fast for your family's safety, health, and prosperity. Fast for a personal breakthrough. Something bigger than just losing weight. My reasons were detox from a weekend of junk food, healing for my recent foot injury, and to acknowledge my very right now and present reset. And if I lose a little weight, I'll take it. I'll take it. 72 hours, it's nothing. The 15th hour actually is nothing. I fast 16 hours easily when I do an intermittent 16-8 fast day. Actually, I rarely do a 16-8 fasting day because it's so easy. Fasting doesn't feel right when it's that easy. I connect fasting to suffering. The 15th hour isn't really suffering. It's just waiting a little while to eat. But this is the prep period making sure my mind's ready for that following eight when the suffering does come, when my hunger summons, when my sense of smell heightens, 
when it's just my hunger and my will walking into the kitchen to get some water or coffee. Thanks for that supply of Metropolis coffee, Tony. I'll talk to you soon. I'm probably making this too deep, though. It's just 15 to 72 hours so far. I didn't tell my trainer I was doing this. I have a trainer, Black Prospector Training. What's up, Devin? It's my cousin who's a 52-year-old championship bodybuilder who sends me my weight training routine and macros. He's serious about it. I'm serious too. He says I should be eating way more protein for the lifting I'm doing. It's hard to eat that much protein though. But now I'm not eating any protein at all. I'm not eating anything. I figure he'll adjust just like he adjusts when I eat five guys. My reasoning is health and nutrition is all about adjusting. The 40th hour is suffering. I've been searching for suffering and suffering is here now. The suffering of the 40th hour is awareness. The awareness that my last meal was five guys. Those roasted peanuts while I waited for them to call out order number 79. Wait, that was the exit number. I think I was order number 31. And that crisp taste of tomato on that first bite in my burger. Those extra fries at the bottom of the bag. The awareness that I'm just over halfway through a 72-hour fast, meaning I have about the same amount of time to go before I can eat again. Will I even eat five guys again, or will I start eating cucumbers? Or, or is it cucumbers? Which one is it, cucumbers or cucumbers? Or will I start asking where the beef was sourced? Or even what was the demeanor of the cow when he or she was ethically slaughtered. The awareness that 50% of the commercials on TV and the internet are fast food and junk food commercials, and then the other 50% are pharmaceutical commercials to treat the diseases caused by the fast food and junk food. But those Doritos do look good. Wow, they've actually joined forces with Taco Bell, huh? Okay. So what flavor is Taco Bell gonna make next? First nacho cheese, then full ranch. Now what? Can you think of anything? Nah. I, I could wash that all down with a Dr. Pepper. Dr. Pepper tastes so good if you mix it with bourbon. <laughs> it's probably not best to watch TV while I'm fasting, huh? Speaking of commercials, become a friend of Homemade Stories. Get mentioned on the next episode. Help the show be sustainable. Uh, I'm producing myself until I build that cash back up. But uh, ShannonCason.com and my cash app is dollar sign Shannon Kaysen. Support the stories. The 60th hour is acceptance. I can't stop now. The end is less than a day away. And I'll be asleep half of that time. In the 60th hour, I'm not really hungry anymore. The commercials aren't tempting. They're kind of disgusting even. Why do we feed ourselves that garbage? Why do we feel the need to give our kids this garbage? We succumb to advertisements and kids' tears so easily. We need to be putting a rock in their shoes before life actually does. I begin to enter the spiritual realm in the 60th hour. 
This means deep questions to myself, long stares at nothing, and spontaneous prayer. I did all three. What if death is nothing? But that nothing is heaven. So the atheist and the religious both have it correct. It's nothing and heaven at the same time. What if heaven is nothing? I don't think that's in the Bible, though. I stare at the Walgreens outside my window for 10 minutes at a time. No thoughts, just watching the people drifting in and out of the sliding glass doors for Doritos. Spontaneous prayers in English and in tongues, sporadically. I pace the living room, speaking to things unseen on subjects unknown. Then the 72nd hour comes. After 72 hours, I didn't feel the need to jump at the opportunity of food. It would go against the temperance developed in 72 hours if I ate the single second past the 72nd hour. I figured I'd just keep going until I felt it was time to eat. 75 hours. 80 hours. 85 hours. 90 hours. The 90th hour could be the 120th hour or the 150th hour, or the 200th hour. It doesn't matter at this point. It's just time from here on out. It's not hunger, it's just time. The only decision is how deep I want to go. When I felt deep enough, I poured a carton of bone broth in a saucepan, added garlic powder, onion powder, sea salt, cracked pepper, and herb seasoning, I brought it to a boil. I poured it in a large mug that Jesse gave me. Thanks for that mug, Jesse. And I ended my fast. My starting weight was 251. My ending weight was 242. I lost nine pounds, which would immediately go back up on my first bite of anything. But depending on how I ate would determine how far back up. The swelling in my foot Went down dramatically. I could bend my big toe without pain. I could wear my regular shoes again now instead of the big boot I'd been wearing for the past three weeks. And most importantly, I was new. I accepted my renewal. So what does a new person do? Go back to doing the same thing, to become the old person again? Or do something different? Hmm. I guess we'll find out in the next 72 hours. Thanks for listening about my little baby fast. The Bible talks about not telling people when you're fasting. But just like everyone else, I miss it on the Bible stuff sometimes. The Bible talks about fasting in secret. Wash your face. Keep yourself together. Keep it secret. And God who sees in secret will bless you. So you should fast. You don't have to podcast it or YouTube it like me. You might actually be blessed. Oh yeah, look me up on YouTube 
and like and subscribe. I talk about the fast on YouTube. Look up Shannon Kaysen. And also follow me on Instagram. I'm at Shannon Kaysen on Instagram. Coming up, I have a keynote at the PSE WebCon on the 14th at McGill University in Montreal. If you want me to speak at your school, business, or conference, go to ShannonKaysen.com. Also have storytelling workshops. And I got a lot of other upcoming projects coming. Um, I'm really feeling like doing some fiction stories. I know every story is a bit of fiction, even a lot of fiction. But I want to write some real fiction stories soon. And my dad is visiting me in Chicago in a few weeks. I might get him to record a story or two. My daughter is here right now. I might get her to record a story. <laughs> I hope you're enjoying summer. Be cool. Mm, mm. Now that's homemade.